You're watching Meet the Movie Press, and coming up, we're going to be talking about Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam movie, Guillermo del Toro teasing Hellboy 3, and a White Men Can't Jump remake? Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Good morning, Simon. Good morning. How are you? It's a I new age Good, today. I am tired. Yes, uh, yeah. it is. I am Jeff Snyder, brand new editor-in-chief at The Tracking Board. Tracking-board.com. Add it to your bookmarks. Thank you very much for the applause. And Simon? Uh, I am not. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter, at ShowbizSimon. Instagram, at ShowbizSimon. Facebook, this is Simon Thompson. And all over Reuters, Forbes. This is Simon IGN, Thompson. You've got him uncensored BBC. this morning, folks. It was like Armageddon outside. That's was... why I'm bundled up. Like, I'm at Sundance, because I want to be there, yeah. and I'm not there, so I just figured I'd dress like I'm there. Well, I decided that I might be missing London a little bit today, yeah. so I decided to make the entirety of the West Coast wetter than an otter's pocket. With all this rain. <laughs> I don't think I know that so, phrase. You should use it. It's great. It's a great phrase. I'll tell you, the weather is very obviously appropriate uh, with, it, with the world coming to an end this well, morning. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, this morning, uh, just, just before we came on air, um, Damien Thorne was sworn in as the President <laughs> of the United States um, to commence um, Invasion USA Live, uh, Red Dawn Live, yep. and War Games Live. President Trump, we thought it was a joke. It is reality now, folks. Yeah, uh, he is the President. Yes. So we have to talk about uh, some movies. We do. To distract ourselves from uh, pending doom. And who better to discuss <laughs> movies, make movies with? about them? Right. Who, who better yeah. to discuss movies with, though, than Miss Movies herself? What? Brianne Chandler is with what? us, folks. Brianne, come on down. What a lovely surprise. Ah, applause. The crowd goes wild. Liberal tears. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll get a sound effect in there. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you to the booth. I just sounded um, like an asthmatic dragon. How, how is your commute? I know you're coming from very far. Uh, it took me over an hour. But you know what? That's oh my expected God. coming from... Where do you live, Narnia? I do. Um, LAX area is wow. where I am. So, yeah, That is dedication, folks. Yeah. It is. Thank you. Uh, to, to, to MTMP. So, so tell us a little bit about yourself. You, uh, you host... Multiple podcasts. I do, including All on film my own therapy. Channel. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no one has me doing hosting for them, but I host on my own channel. Um, I have Six Degrees of Feature Film, which I co-host with Stacy Howard. We take one film and we show how six other films link up to that film in some random way, shape, or form. It's a really interesting concept. Definitely check that out. I had a blast uh, when I was on. I also do a weekly segment called Miss Movies Minute, where it's just one minute of me talking about movies or talking about life or mm. talking about how I can't get to the movies because I have kids. And <laughs> that just happens sometimes where you're like, all right, or I'm going to go see this movie now because I have kids. Yay. Trolls uh, again. <laughs> no. Woo! And I have film therapy, which is my my baby, my favorite of of my shows, because I like to say that most movie shows talk about the tree and they talk about the leaves and the branches but we talk about the roots we talk about right. how film affects us and and why film is important to us personally and i have people on and i interview them and i ask them three questions about film they're always the same three questions what's a film that inspires you what's a film or a scene from a film that triggers a memory for you perhaps it's painful maybe it's happy and what is a film that helps you through difficult times 
So those are the three questions, and then we we'll have, have a whole conversation. It's, I have many of those films. It's a great. You should pre- come on. I would do that. Yeah, that'll, that. that'll happen. Look at that uh, awesome. matchmaking here at Meet Me, the Movie Press. I mean, um, no, I, I think it's a, a great concept, and mm. it, it does penetrate the kind of surface level entertainment news, uh, and mm. it gets to the root of why we're all kind of doing this, yeah, right. uh, or you know why we love movies. So, how long have you been doing this? Like, when did you adopt the alter ego oh, of dear. Miss Movies? Oh, that's a great question. I started writing. I I came up with the website hitormissmovies.com dot com in two thousand four. I don't own that one anymore, just okay. so everyone knows. Um, don't go and, there. <laughs> don't go there. And I just would blog. Is that kind of like what happened with Facebook? Is there a movie? Finch is making a movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, so who, would, I, who would play Brienne? That's the question. <laughs> Alison Brie. Kevin Ooh. Hart. I like that. Kevin Hart. You're right. He could play You're right. So. I just started writing reviews of movies that I would see, and it was just mainly a creative outlet. Mm. I didn't assume that anyone was reading it. Mm-hmm. And one day in 2007, I got a call from someone saying, hey, we want you on our, our podcast about film. 2007 is kind of early for podcasting, um, and they had been doing it since 2002. This is with the Film Vault, okay. and they needed a woman. And I was like, I don't know if you want me. Like, I'm... I, I just write. I don't. Uh, okay, we'll try this. So I did that, and I was with them till 2014, and I would be on almost weekly, and then uh, started to be monthly, and then twice a year because I had kids, and it was like, all right, I can't really get in yeah. here. This is life. Sure. <laughs> um, no. And then yeah, I just started doing my own podcast in 2012, and then closed that one up in 2014, and then started an, a new fresh podcast and you do the you do the schmodown with me you were that's in the how schmodown we know each league. other uh yes that's how we met i've yet you? to go on the schmodown we got we got people keep suggesting i do it we um, gotta hook you up with blanking me i think that they need a brit actually they, they've been looking a little, for like, a, like a little harry potter with alopecia <laughs> <laughs> that's what they need they definitely um, need another white guy for sure. But you, but you, you, <laughs> you want to start like a women's trivia league, if uh, right? Or you've been you pushing for something like uh, that? Or I no? mean, that would be great uh, because as a woman, I'm very competitive. But I like to go against other women right. because that's where com- competition lies. Like I put on makeup to look prettier than other women. That's kind of how it works. Um, well, certainly, so, you don't do it for the men. I was going to say you're what? certainly prettier no. than us. Jesus. <laughs> um, and you know women we notice different things in film like I don't know who directed Sound of Music but I know all of the children's names and in what order their ages are so you know things like that I don't want to play her Christian if you're watching (laughs) but (laughs) like I said I don't know certain things so it's just like that's how it works I don't know but um yeah I don't think that that's going to be in the cards for the Schmodown. Maybe it will be uh, at some point, but I'm definitely developing a trivia show that's um, that's kind of a, a mixed gender trivia show where it's like you have to have a male and a female on a team. So it's always like well, I, the industry is a bit of a sausage fest. Yeah, generally. in general, a lot of white guys, a lot of peens. So it's nice to balance it up with more women. I mean, do you do you feel like it's an added layer, uh, you know, of, of difficulty or something, or like that there's a mm. barrier to entry for for women in the industry. Like, I know, you know, that there aren't uh, enough female critics on Rotten Tomatoes, things like right. those kinds of issues. But I don't know, like, wh- where do you stand on gender as far as our profession goes? Uh, oh wow, this is so, quite the question. Yeah, no, it's it's a big um. one. For, forgive me for putting you on the spot. 
I just didn't know if you had any sort of strong opinions on... And remember, you are speaking for all women. Right. All women. Every single <laughs> no, one no of them. Pressure. Um, sure, I think that, you know, I would love to see more women doing commentary on film. Um, and where does that start? Does that start here at Popcorn Talk Network? Oh. Does that start here at Collider? Does that start, you know, at... I have no idea. There's mm-hmm. plenty of places that... Look at... Just look at how many hosts you have, how many... and ask yourself like are we representing not only women but people of color like is what where's the diversity is it here and if it's not there how can we fix that a lot of people when they say like why or a lot of times they'll ask why won't women do this why won't more women do blank you know Mm -hmm. hosting on on movie shows. Okay. Instead of how do we get more women to host on movie right. shows? Because there's plenty of us out here. Mm-hmm. Like, there's... A, you give me a mic and I'm going to talk into it. So, <laughs> I, I feel like there's I, opportunity. I think you're right. There is there is a certain lack of diversity. There's a lot of nerdy white guys like like us, Simon, in yes. this line of work. Uh, you know, the, the trades are, are mostly run by women. Uh, Sharon Waxman, Janice Min, uh, Claudia Eller... Um, but you're right. In terms of people of, of color in these trade newsrooms, there it's very, very white. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last employer, very, very white. So, um, you know, it's just an interesting question. Uh, but I'm glad that we could address it here on Meet the sure. Movie Press. And so we have a lot of uh, movie news to get into. We, we are going to get into that exciting stuff. Before we do, I'm just going to uh, plug Blue Apron. Have you? Are you guys familiar with the I service? Am yeah, I am. Yeah, I use them. Yeah, it's. Uh, I have used them. Fresh ingredients. They deliver it straight to your home. Uh, you know, partnered with a whole bunch of local farms. You can get shrimp, pork chops, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, and it's less it's, than ten dollars per person per meal. What I really like is the fact that even if you've never it's literally it's a how-do kit. It's like if you've never made, if you're a moron and you've never made a movie before, it is there. You've a just got to you've just got to put it together. And, and if you want to like get a tasty jigsaw. Uh, so yeah, I, I would suggest you guys go to blueapron.com/meet, as in meet the movie press, uh, and get a whole bunch of good food. Uh, now let's talk. Before we start, about can I just say there's some chat yes. in the uh, in the chat as well. Uh, Jonathan Peck, hi Brian. Hey Jonathan. Uh, Zeno Hour. Hey Miss Movies. <laughs> that was mime. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so yeah, a lot of people um, very sorry. Very I had some water here, so that's fine. Uh, we do allow you to hydrate. It's very important. <laughs> it was at very the wrong important. time, and I apologize for that. Lots of movie news. Uh, you know what, Simon? Kick us off. You pick. Okay, uh, let's talk about something that's that's been in the, the news in the last sort of twenty four hours. Uh, Dog's purpose. Oh um, wow, going with controversy right now. Well, we what, made, what, this is a very special episode. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a hot topic. Uh, obviously, there was a, a video that leaked online uh, yesterday, sort of within the last twenty four hours. It's Thursday as we're um, doing the show um, of of a dog in a situation on set where some people construed it as being cruelty. Yes. Um, now we don't know the full surroundings around that. What the situation was. Um, a lot of these studios are very very careful about taking care of animals on set. Yep. Obviously, it has rustled a few feathers. As a result, the premiere for the movie has been cancelled. And the press junket, right. were you press scheduled junket, to work it? Uh, I was not, but I knew it was happening. Okay. Um, has been cancelled, but the film is still coming out. And the studio is universal, I believe. Uh, they're still going to put the movie out there. Mm-hmm. And we discussed this before the show about mm-hmm. what impact this could potentially have on the number of people that actually do go and see it. Oh, yeah, it's not good. No, I mean, right. there'll still be an audience for this film, right? Because people love... Dog movies. Yes. They love animal movies. But people don't want to feel guilty watching a movie I'm like sure this. I'm sure there's a fair amount of people that 
don't know about this controversy in general. Yeah, that's true. Because they're not paying attention, no. which is fine. Um, and some that will just brush it under the carpet because they just want to go and see the movie. Sure. I am interested in the movie. The trailer, I definitely have teared up. Um, I don't think I will support it with theater dollars. Maybe a Netflix watch. Uh, but I don't know. I'm not. I, it's it's a conflict because you know you see what has happened in that video. I know it didn't look like anyone was like hurting this animal, yeah, it's not like but it's it was, a puppy it, the farm, animal was in you know? distress, and that's that's the part that's unsettling. I thought this was a pretty interesting story this week. It was a little a little overblown. Uh, you know, the studio made that statement where it's like, we would never do anything against the will of our animal actors. It's like, right. these are animals. They don't have wills. They can't tell <laughs> not, you that they not are not all the interested. dogs that you've seen in other movies are like super psyched to be there. They're there because their <laughs> owner put them there. But also, if it's like, if you do, the dogs are like, yeah, yeah, fine. I'll do what you want to do. I am, however, going to shit in your satchel. <laughs> and meanwhile, if you're that animal handler who is handling the dog in that video, yeah. Okay, and you have a whole movie set yeah. of people, and, and time is money, baby. Yeah, and the pressure's and, on you as right, the trainer. Right, and, and it's sure. like, okay, get the fucking dog in the water. Like, we need this shot now. Yeah. It's like, what are you supposed to do? You, you just throw the dog it's in. It's not right? easy to get a, a, an animal to do. I mean, have you ever been, you've been to Universal Studios here, right? Yes. There's, they have, like, an animal show where they have the trained animals. And mm-hmm. um, probably about 30% of the times, the animals will be like, yeah, no, fuck all that shit. And they just won't do what they're supposed <laughs> right, to do, right. even though they do it day and day. So a lot of times animals don't want to perform, and mm-hmm. you just either got to go, you know, eh, suck it up if it's a live show, or if you need to right. get it on shot, you need to keep pushing. But, you know, it, what's the line? It was hard to watch. It was, I mean, yeah, it, it, it was sad, because you could see that the dog was scared. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah. Right. Uh, it, it was scared, because it doesn't know better. It, you know, it's mm-hmm. a special effect. It's, and then it, it was an oar. It was under an, the water. Like, that's scary. I would, yeah. That would traumatize me. Like, just as a person yeah, sure, having absolutely. to do what the dog did. But, but it's like, but the studio assures us that the dog is fine. It was not traumatized. Like, what was there? Like, did they talk? Like, what? <laughs> How do we know? A strongly worded tweet. It's like, guys, this is going to happen uh, yeah. working with animals. I'm sure it happens more than we'd like to think. Uh, it is not mm-hmm. cool. No. When did they start? But... Was it Milo and Otis after that that they were like, okay, we need to have like specific rules about using animals in film. I like how they have, like, watchdogs on the set, like PETA's, like, undercover mole. <laughs> like, mm. imagine, like, like in running into the... Milo and Otis, they, like, straight-up killed cats. Like, Did they I, really? Like... If you look in that IMDb trivia, it's like, oh, dear. Oh, my Lord. God. Uh, and uh, I remember allegedly. HBO's luck uh, sh- shut down because yes, the, the horses were dying. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got to take care. You know, as you say, they can't speak for themselves. You've got to take care of animals. And, you know, it's a big studio, so they will want to, even on the most basic sense, cover their ass. Right. They will want to make sure that animals are treated well. But it, no system is foolproof. Um, and it's it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. As an animal lover, I do not like to see the mistreatment of animals yeah. at all. I'm glad that video came out yeah. because I'm sure, uh, you know, other film sets, you know, that experience is yeah. not uncommon. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it had a real sinister, like, connotation behind Like, this is, like, the worst thing ever and, like, what a scandal. And it's like, eh, I yeah. don't know. But even with just training a dog or training an animal, it's not always sunshine and rainbows. Like, you've got, in order to train them to do right. something. Yeah. So there's, there's discipline that involved side of it and... as well. I don't know. Again, not not a good look for the movie. I'm sure it will not help. Um, although it did also 
you know, there's no such thing as bad press. Like, it, you know, a lot more people are familiar with a dog's purpose. They probably didn't even know yes. what's coming yeah. out before. Yeah, but they canceled the premiere, so maybe there is such a thing as bad press in this case. Yeah, I, I understand I why know. they canceled the press junket, that's for sure. <laughs> Let's move on to more fun things. Yes. Like The Rock. Mm. Oh my Love god, has he rock. finally got some work? He, I was yes. really worried about Man, Dwayne his, Johnson because yeah. he's not doing a lot. You know, I was worried about his houses. Yes. You know, and all that all those bank accounts that he's got, they might be lonely. Yes. Uh, so there was news this week that the studio is splitting Shazam in two or spinning off Shazam, even though Boris Kent says that Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam will not be the villain in Shazam, but he may make another appearance in Shazam uh movies. Who knows what the hell is going on because it's DC and what another ridiculous, like... They're splitting Oh my god, you can't announce a universe and then start shoving these movies in. Turns out you can, Jeff. Black Adam. (laughs) Turns out you can. And and the Gotham City Sirens and it's just... It is like I saw a meme online, like Oprah. You get a movie, and you get a movie, and Deadshot's getting a movie. Everybody's getting their own movie. What is going Everyone on? Everyone gets a movie. Where do you fall? Where do I fall on uh, The Rock having a movie? Yes, always. His, I mean, I his, mean, he gets his own superhero movie, but, but in so terms ready. of the DC Universe. Oh, in, in terms of the DC Universe? Why not? Uh, what I, do you I, mean? I, Wait, I don't understand the question here. How do you feel <laughs> about... This is what? why they want women doing these shows. Your brains can't cope with questions. How dare you? So, <laughs> I am kidding, by well, the way. S- Simon, what did you think? And then we'll come back to Brian. Uh, my first question, my first thought was, who the fuck is Black Adam? I mean, agreed. You know, I mean, I, I, I love movies and I love the Marvel Universe, but I'm no, I'm not going to get a, you know, like a degree in Marvel, that's not going to happen anytime soon. The Rock's and I, not even black. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> but I thought so the, the the name was kind of. I mean, to answer your question first of all, um, I think what we've seen. I agree with your point. I absolutely understand with that. However, I think some of the minor characters we've seen from the Marvel universe have actually produced some of the best Marvel movies and some of the best parts of other Marvel movies. Things like Ant Man, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Yeah, really I'm, strange. I'm hundred percent characters with you on that. that are not known. And I Agreed. think even yes. things like Thor, which was a major Marvel. But you know, if you were to ask a man who'd been living in a cave for thirty years, which Marvel characters probably Thor would not be in the top five. So I think we've seen a couple of the characters that are you know on the on the the B list down. Okay. You know, actually produce mm-hmm. some of the best. And I think it gives them filmmakers a bit of freedom to play around with it because you don't have the constraints that people have for the Spideys and the, you know, the Iron Mans and stuff. that You can play around with it a bit more. But I also think the name Black Adam, not of murder. It's kind of like if you've got two friends called Adam. And they go, which Adam do you mean? <laughs> Black Adam? <laughs> it's like, it's a little bit... Uh, I don't know. It makes you wince. Okay. It, it, it but you're does cool with Black, Black Panther? You're like, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, a panther could be black, so therefore, well, panthers are life. So, yeah. So here's a few things. I'm <laughs> just gonna, I'll try to albino. Albino. That's a spinoff. <laughs> Dan, hi, Marvel, hang on, I gotta call Marvel. Marvel? What, okay. So the first question, yes. Brian. Yes, what do you think of, about Dwayne John, like get, Dwayne Johnson, getting his own movie in the DC universe? I mean. This is, is why I cool don't understand thing. the question because it's like, of course, the answer is always, of course, a Dwayne Johnson movie, yes. Doesn't, okay. It doesn't matter what it is, in my mind. Are you disappointed he will not maybe be the villain in a Shazam movie, as Boris Kidd is reporting? I feel like he's at the point where he can't be a villain, because people like him too much. And he would be like, mm, I don't know if I want to play the bad guy right now. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of on this high of playing the good guy. Okay. But... Uh, and then Boris has also tweeted that they may tease yeah. Black Adam mm-hmm. in Aquaman. Good. 
That's hmm. pretty cool. No? What do you think? I mean, it's Aquaman. Uh, <laughs> 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 my thoughts on that. I'm, I that honestly, people, I am. I like comics. Right. I don't read comics. Like, I'm going to be very honest with this audience. I do not read comics. Mm. I do the Cliff Notes version of comics where I listen to Geek History Lesson hosted by Jason Inman and Ashley Victoria Robinson, and they give me the Cliff Notes on all of the characters. And so then I can feel like I actually know. So now, I I don't think they've done Aquaman yet. I'm sure they will because that's a DC property and, and Jason is the host of DC All Access. Um, but... Just uh, there was a robot chicken where they made it like real world with mm. superheroes, and it was hilarious. And there was um, an Aquaman was in it, and, and like he was having trouble feeding the fish. And I think it was Superman that was like trouble at home. <laughs> I just thought, man, I'm, don't worry, I'm not one of those people who will look at you like you don't read comics. Yeah, what, but the, the, what? Whole, the whole thing where people go like, oh my god, you don't read comics. It's like, yeah, well, I like House, but I'm not a fucking doctor. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I can still like comics and not it, read comics. Yeah, I definitely totally. I, I can't, love the movies. I can't say I was surprised by this because Dwayne Johnson is the only element that they have for mm. your Shazam movie. They just know yes. we want you know Dwayne Johnson in a superhero movie and we yeah. love it to be a DC movie. Um, so I wasn't surprised by it, but I just don't like the how the shape shifting vision of this universe and it's just mm-hmm. kind of you know it, it's that they want to be in the Warner Brothers has always been like this. Mm. They want to be in the star business. They want to work with movie stars. They don't really care, you know, about a lot this larger universe. I'm telling you, they don't care. They just want Dwayne Johnson in it. Yeah. Um, so got, if they have to tailor his own movie around him, I'm sure Dwayne Johnson was like, "Why am I, you know, number two f- fiddle in a Shazam movie?" Five sh- percent of of my brain thinks like Dwayne Johnson just when he's got a quiet five minutes in his schedule. He just walks around on movie sets and just goes, "Ah, uh, yeah, fuck it, I'll be in that." Yeah. And he just walks on set and does a cameo. I'm, you know, I love the guy. Oh, can I just say he he yesterday was Brett Ratner got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yes, and, and didn't thank his producing partner apparently. Oh, um, <laughs> among the people that were there was uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. and just seeing d- the three Brett Ratner, Dwayne, uh, Dwayne, and uh, and and Eddie Murphy. I was like. How has Hollywood not put Dwayne Johnson and Eddie Murphy in a movie? I was How just, has that not happened? So, That's dynamite. So he was but the special... Is it, or would it have been like 10, 15 years ago for Eddie Murphy? I'm living in 15 years okay, ago. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so so like, I, I, I saw that uh, yeah. invite or whatever, and yeah. it said Brett Ratner with Eddie Murphy and special guest. So mm-hmm. he was the special guest? Was The, was the Rock? Well, uh, yes. I'm uh, assuming. I, He's always special. I also heard that Mariah Carey was due to be there. Oh. Uh, she wasn't. So no. maybe it was our great story, bro. What, what's interesting? <laughs> okay, so Brett Ratner is supposed to be directing Beverly Hills Cop Four with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that'd be cool if The Rock was the villain in that, like a comedic, yeah, sure. kind of more comedic villain. Uh, anyways, let's talk about Hellboy Three. Mm-hmm. Guillermo, de, uh, Guillermo del Toro. He put up. He d- did the most scientific of research into uh, <laughs> the idea of uh, a third Hellboy movie uh-huh. this week. Uh, he asked the fans. Uh, he put a little yes/no survey on his Twitter the feed. The fans of Hellboy. The fans of Hellboy responded in their numbers uh, within 28, 28,000 votes within the first six hours. Um, you might be surprised to find out that unanimously the answer was yes. No kidding. I know. Do, bur- do bears shit in the woods? <laughs> yes. 
yes, Guillermo del Toro fans would like a third Hellboy movie. It's not the most scientific, but, you know, he's got the idea. He has talked about it several times. You know, the cast are up for it. He just can't get funding for it. The studios don't want to put the money down. And why Start would they? What a do you, GoFundMe. What, <laughs> yeah, right. what do you, uh, so, Brian, where do you, uh, are you a Hellboy fan? Do you care? No. No, neither I do I. I don't care. <laughs> but no. I, you know, I, I recognize that there are people that love this, you know, the first two films. So why not give them more of what they love? That's more of a why not more? See, <laughs> well, like Zoolander you're, you're 2. Sometimes. You are Zoolander so, two you're, you're very, you're much nicer than I am. Mm. I am like, mm. who is, what? What? Hellboy 3? Stop. No. Put it away, Guillermo. <laughs> don't make me go on a, a Guillermo rant. I don't want to. Um, I mean, I, like, I, I love the Hellboy movies. I really have great fun with them. They're not brilliant movies by any stretch, you know. But I, and I don't think we need a third one. I like the second one. I'm happy with leaving it there. And I just don't think it's going to happen as much as many fans How would. How old is Ron Perlman at this point? <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, what, I like anything question. he's in. He, he, I like, I, I enjoy him in it. Even you know, Fantastic Beasts, where he's you know under loads of of well, he's CGI effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like his character. I even liked him in Pacific Rim, a film that I didn't enjoy. Um, you know, I'd be open to it, but I just don't think it's going to happen, and I don't yeah. think it's a movie that we need as and much as I love the work of Guillermo del Toro. If I recall correctly, this poll wasn't yes no. This was yes and hell yes. Yeah. Right? So there was, there was no no option. <laughs> Just so everyone knows. I did not know that. That is hilarious. Um, Stephen Gagan signed on to direct The Division, a movie yep. that's going to be uh, with G- Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain. Correct, based on the successful video game. Do you um, play it? I believe no. Neither do I. Uh, I love I love gaming. I'm just shit at it. Seriously, I'm the worst. Mm-hmm. I'm right. terrible. Well, at video our games. consoles. Were I back. love them. I but can't. I can't keep up with like the PlayStation threes and multiplayer things. And I'm an N sixty four guy. I also don't. Right? You're a nostalgia gamer, that's and that's right. fine. I like nostalgia gaming as well. Um, I also like games on my phone, like Super Mario Run. Oh, okay. Yeah. I downloaded that for a little that's bit. That's pretty easy. Um, I did a Hot Pepper Gaming episode of that mm-hmm. where I reviewed Super Mario you Run. You just after, like to eat hot peppers, after I think. eating a <laughs> habanero pepper, so you can check that out. She's into these extreme stunts. <laughs> she su- I feel like if we incorporated that into the showdown, maybe I could win. You really suffer for your art, which is what I, I admire about you. <laughs> Uh, hot so pepper is also did, my stripper name. Did you see? Mm. Hot, by the way, <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out. Hot pepper. <laughs> Next on the stage. Hot pepper. I love that. That's like your. In, that's becoming your internal voice now. It's yeah, like your, Kevin Hart won't leave me alone. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, have you seen Gold yet? Where do you? Do you I like haven't s- seen Gold. Um, I was offered the chance to see it just before the holidays. I was due to go to um, New York to to interview the cast, uh, and it didn't gold? happen. Uh, no. What is Gold for five? Um, it's it's a movie about a a, a gold merchant guy. Um, it's, it's with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. It's directed okay. by Stephen Gagan, which is why I asked. Apparently, uh, I've heard like mixed things. It's like okay, I liked it. To, okay, I like actually liked it a, a lot. Um, That's the most positive <clears throat> thing I've I've heard. I mean, uh, a he little bit of an Siriana, odd... which is a great movie. Mm, that was good. Yeah, uh, I, George I don't Clooney. Love... Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so the, Excuse it's, me. it's being pitched as obviously he won an Oscar for Siriano. He's like Oscar-winning director, blah blah blah. But I just don't, I just don't know if we're ever going to see a great. I just game don't know movie. I don't know what the division is. I don't know what the tone is. It's like, war, what, it's a war thing. Is it? It's a It'll war thing, shooting. or is it a thriller? Is it an action movie? What is it? It's combat. I, I have, I have no clue what it is, hmm. and so I don't know. I can't really say if Stephen Gagan is right for it. Um, I'm not a big Syriana guy, but whatever. Uh, by the way, in breaking news, Tim mm. Story just signed on to direct a new version of Shaft. 
Oh. Yeah. Okay. Tim Story, the director of Did the Did you see uh, the Simon Electric Fantastic 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 movies? Yeah. When was that? Oh, Christ. Early like 2000s? Ted. Yeah, it was early to mid 2000s. Yeah, it's not good. good. Yeah. No. It's not a good movie. Uh, but this <laughs> one has a script by Kenya it's Barris. It's be The Rock. He'll be Shaft. <laughs> oh, God, he's, he is going <laughs> to do would, it. Wait, who would be Shaft? Who would be a good Shaft? Oh, dear. Mackie? Don't Google who would be a good Shaft. Do not Google that. <laughs> just, just. Not from personal Anthony experience. Mackie. Interesting. I could see Mackie as Shaft. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, anyways, Ken- Kenya Barris wrote this. He's okay. the creator of Blackish. Mm-hmm. He wrote Shaft, and he's also writing. Yes. You see that segue? Oh, nice. Oh, shit. Very smooth. White Men Can't Jump, which is one of my favorite sports movies. Uh, I hope that The Ringer and, and Bill Simmons inducted into their sports hall of movie, uh, movie hall of fame, mm-hmm. which is a, a great new podcast that they have added. But uh, Wesley, Woody, getting a remake. White Men Can't Jump. Have you seen this movie, Brian? I have, but it was so long ago, and my memory is so hazy. Uh, so I have no idea. Simon if actually I want this played the not. basketball. In oh, the- I actually played the, the jar of money that was uh, <laughs> uh, very, very close to Rosie Perez's vagina. Yes, yeah, Kevin Hart could be Rosie Perez. It could be yeah. a female basketball. <laughs> Female basketball <laughs> players with Kevin Hart as Rosie Perez. That would work. Oh, Let's my God. Can you imagine the it. Twitter <clears throat> trolls? Oh, my God. They totally put women in a, in a white man can't jump remake. Eh, women. Eh. <laughs> um, who, like, who would be a good pairing for, for white men can't jump? Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. You know who would be good? Mm. No. Uh, you're, you're very close. <laughs> um, Timberlake. Timberlake as Woody Harrelson would yes, be great. That would be good. Yep. Actually. Hmm. And then who would play the Wesley Snipe character? I, Mackie again. Yeah. <laughs> I just You're go Mackie on. And everything and Mackie, or the rock. Mackie for everything. Um I yeah, White Men Can't Jump. It's it's I don't think it, that it, the movie has aged. No, it's uh, it's held up really, really well. Yeah, really it's well. it's fantastic and, and Rosie Perez is great. You're so stupid, Billy. <laughs> Why are you so Rosie stupid? Perez. Uh, but I can definitely see, uh, you know, an updated version of this. I can see it being a big hit if mm. they get the the, two, the right two guys. Um, we need more basketball movies, I think. So, yeah, all for sure. this. One. I just think we need more sports movies. It's the only thing is it's very they're quite difficult to sell overseas. They do pretty well domestically, but right. even like you know the Great Forty Two that was out a couple of years ago, mm. you know, did well here. Did like nothing internationally. It's just that overseas sale, which I think means that. And you know it, it, they are more difficult to sell, and studios can't get put Justin off Timberlake, by that. yeah, and the and, marketing and though the marketing for Forty Two probably wasn't anything wasn't, great. No, across, that overseas. was not great. Um, Someone suggested um, uh, Sterling K. Brown for Shaft. By the way, yeah, no, he would be good. He's yeah. blowing up, so he Predator joined. He joined week. Predator, yeah. yeah, right on the heels of Black Panther. Uh, I, I thought Sterling K. Brown was incredible in People vs. O.J. Simpson as uh, Chris Darden, and he's on This Is Us, a show I don't watch. Mm. Do either of you watch no. it? No. Okay, it's like the biggest new show, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's blowing up. Uh, we need more black movie stars. I, I think this is great. I had this conversation, actually. I was, I was cutting a piece at, at Reuters, um, uh, and we had a conversation with, with one of my colleagues that, um, that we, we found about sort of five, five or ten new, strong African-American actors. But we keep reusing those same five to ten mm-hmm. African-American actors in yes. loads of movies. And it's like, there are more than ten black actors out there that we should be giving work to. It's great to see this change. I just think there's more than ten. There are P- more Predator than 10, has 
I mean, Predator has Trevante Rhodes from Moonlight. Yeah. And mm. Keegan-Michael Key. Yeah. So, th- you know, it's Boyd Holbrook and Olivia Munn, but then, th- you know, three of its five leads are African-American. Yeah. So, way to go, Shane Black. When yeah, is yeah, that absolutely. supposed to be coming out? Next year, maybe? Yeah, Next I think it's 18. Yeah. I watched Predator last week. Or is that going uh, to be an additional I think it reboot? will be. I think it will be... It's a reboot, I think. Yeah. But I could see Arnold coming back. That'll yeah, be sure. That, he needs the money. <laughs> well, Apprentice, you know, is a garbage TV show I've read. So, you know, as much as I love Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I do love, I enjoy seeing him coming. Every time he does it, I'm like, that just wasn't a good idea. There comes um, a time where you just need to hang let up it the go. Hat. Yeah, Brent, you, know? you, should, you should watch Predator. It's, I it's saw it's Predator. Oh, okay. What do you know? Shit. For the first time, like three months ago, really? Really? I yes. watched it last week. It's really good. It's, it's a great really movie. Good. Yeah, it's, it's a just, great movie. It's just a lot of fun. Yeah, I did a lot of research, uh, like going through the IMDb trivia and Wikipedia. And I think we spend a lot of time it. looking at movies and you know just looking at them as as art and stuff like that. But sometimes you've just got to take some your fun. yeah, you just got to take your pants off and have some fun with the movie. <laughs> Sit there in your tidy waddies. Enjoy it. We are not going to get to everything. We have so much stuff. We do. uh, Only 15 minutes left. Let's uh, run through them a little bit quicker. Sure. Anne Hathaway joining Rebel Wilson in the Dirty Rotten Scoundrels remake, which is now called Nasty Women after that uh, that phrase described, you know, used Mm -hmm. to describe uh, Hillary Clinton, right? Yep. Brienne? I'm so for this. Take it away. You have no idea. Um, I loved Dirty Rotten Scoundrels growing up. Mm -hmm. I definitely have the DVD at home. Uh, probably we'll watch it today. Uh, Michael Caine and Steve Martin. I just love that dynamic duo. I want to know who the male counterpart is going to be in this. Um, I like I the love CEO Anne of this tech uh, pharma company or whatever. The, the person who they're trying to take down. Sure, the person that they're swindling. Right. Yeah. Who in turn may have a bigger part as well okay. that we don't know about. Ho, ho, ho. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, <laughs> Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson seems like a good team. I've, I, mm-hmm. I, I really love like Annie Hathaway. Great. So. And I, I like, like her too. doing the, the sort of more comedic stuff. She doesn't tend mm-hmm. to do a lot of that these days. And I think it would be nice to, to see that. I think well, this has been made 10 years ago. She's in Oceans, Bullock, right? She's she is. Ocean's, Ocean's 8, 8 yeah. with, with um, uh, obviously added to the cast James Corden. Um, ah, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, could James Corden do something like that? What be the, the guy? Is the, uh, could he I be think the he guy? Needs some someone that's a little more serious on the outside, right? Mm-hmm. That's, um, that's my thought there. He's also very busy. He is. Uh, he is very busy. He can do voice roles and, he's like and the white rock. come into Ocean's Eight and shoot for a week or whatever. But yeah. uh, I don't know that he. I could. don't know how big his role is going to be. I'm assuming it's going to be quite small. He's going to be a MacGuffin. Sure. Oh, in Ocean's 8. Yeah, yeah, maybe it'll be... I was able to teach my daughter what a MacGuffin was this past week. Ooh. She's six years old. Um, we saw Sing. And Sweet. there's a part where a MacGuffin comes in, and I was like, listen, this is <laughs> this is an important part of your of movie learning experience. This is called a MacGuffin. Ooh. <laughs> that's, I was uh, like, this that's, person's going to save the day. That's a fun lesson. I remember mm-hmm. my, my parents taking me aside, sitting me down for that Mac- big MacGuffin talk. <laughs> <laughs> Dad didn't want to do it. He was embarrassed, you know? Why have I got to do it? Um, (laughs) You'll find out about it at school. What else? Uh, David Heyman working on um, uh, Attack on Titan movie. Uh, Warner Brothers, you know, keen to get on board with another fantasy thing. That uh, was like a big hit in China? Yeah. Yeah, It's it's a big anime I've never heard of Uh, Attack on Titan. I just think it gives the chance for Warner to have like a big kind of 
beast movie, monster movie, mm-hmm. kind of sci-fi fantasy type thing. Assuming it would be live action. Don't we, know. We, we don't get enough of that out of Warner yeah, Brothers. Yeah, we could really do with some of that. You know, they do take many documentaries. Um, I don't think but, it needs to be live action, though. I think anime would be... Yeah, but as it's already been animated, maybe they should... Oh, right. This, right. this is... I see. This is, uh, They're trying to, like, adapt the manga. Like, yeah. it's Akira. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. still haven't yeah. even gotten Akira off they the They have ground. not. They have not. Yeah. Um, they're going to be making Lego fucking movies for the next ten years. <laughs> but something I'm that's okay with that. going from <laughs> <laughs> Lego Batman looks like it could be fun. Yeah, it looks really cool actually. Uh, but going from uh, comics to live action to animated again, uh, the Miles Morales um, animated Spider-Man movie has been given a release date of December twenty-first. Yeah, we're no longer ninety-five percent sure that, that, yeah. that Spider-Man's going to be black. Yeah, uh, we're one hundred percent. Definitely Ma- no. Or, well, Miles Morales. Um, what do you think about that placing? Uh, that's going to be right hot on the heels of a Star. Wars. Wars movie, right? Two weeks after Star Wars? Uh, yes. That'll probably change. It's going to yeah, end up being I, I January. I think that's going to shift back to the other summer but holidays. Ma- but I, no, I don't necessarily 25th, think so. 26th? Look at Sing. And, and Sing is doing better than Moana. Yeah. And Sing still hasn't necessarily... Like, the soundtrack's doing great, but it... There's not that like buzz, I don't think, for for saying that's sure. like this, it's the this slow is the next burn. incredible uh, animated movie. So look at how well that did going up against Rogue One. I mm. do think that there is a place uh, in the market for a big animated movie, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. like a Miles Morales movie, and it and it won't really necessarily blank against. I don't know. Eight. I think the problem with this is the age grouping because like saying that's younger kids, that's, that's my true. kids' mm. age, whereas this Miles Morales <clears throat> story is going to be a bit older, I would think. My my kids probably might not be interested in that. Yeah, but. I mean, hey, that's fair too. Um, so then you're you're up against the same kids that are going to want to see Star Wars, I would think. Yeah. But why can't we have both? Why can't we have both? <laughs> I just feel like these the, the, any animated movie that's opening in mid to late December, mm-hmm. you're playing until early February. Yeah, you know, which sure. is around the time that they re- uh, released the Lego movie. Yeah, so you have all of January that playability uh, when there's no other kid stuff out there. Mm-hmm. True. I-, I think I'm I'm fine with this date uh, from Sony. Uh, another big story that uh, a lot of people got uh, got talking about this week was um, Patrick Stewart being shit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Patrick Stewart is playing the poop emoji. This was my favorite movie. story this week. Yeah. <laughs> then, then, then you take it away, Brianne. Take the lead. So Patrick Stewart is going to be the voice of poop. Um, I just thought it was hilarious to read this in the news. Maybe because you see Patrick Stewart's face and you just think, huh, interesting. Why? What are these choices Wasn't that we're making? Wasn't the poop emoji in the teaser? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So Maybe was was that him? To be honest with you, I mean, paying every time I read something about this movie, it makes me die a little bit inside. I know, <laughs> um, but I mean, oh, you know, I'm Patrick totally Stewart to me this. makes me more interested in it because his work in animated and as, as his voice acting alone has been absolutely a game shit. He brings it for that, so but I think he'll be great. Did someone else voice the poop emoji in the teaser? Mm, good question. That's what I'm confused about because otherwise, wouldn't we have known this several? Are weeks you saying ago? that he's an immigrant coming over here putting someone out of their job? Uh, no. There's some guy drunk in a trailer somewhere who's like, I was the original voice of the poop emoji. <laughs> Patrick I, I, Stewart took my job. I, I, <laughs> Motherfucker. I imagine the poop emoji is like Mr. Pink in Reservoir Dogs where, yeah. like, isn't Patrick Stewart like, is, is there no other emoji I could play? Is this, it has to be uh, poop. Um... <laughs> Someone's got to do it. His I, agent calls. Hey, Patrick, I'll, I got a really way. shit roll for you. I agree with you. Emoji movie on the surface sounds like the, the death of uh, yeah. pop culture uh, and, and studio filmmaking. So, Sony Pictures Animation. Mm. Yes. But 
you know, with this voice cast, which does include James Corden and TJ Miller um, and Stephen Wright, who was really the lead in that first teaser that they put out, I don't know. It could be maybe they have an interesting take on it. Well, um, talking like, of interesting takes, kudos to uh, MK Songbird in the chat uh, for saying maybe he's Captain Poucard, <laughs> which is mm-hmm, a genius mm-hmm. pun. It is a genius so, pun. Kudos there, MK Songbirds. <laughs> um, bunch of other things happening this week. Thomas yeah. Tull left Legendary. Yeah. Got kind of, it seems like he was pushed out. I mean, he sold the company for three and a half billion uh, yeah. to, a, hmm. to a Chinese conglomerate. Uh, and, and now they are restructuring. They're saying that it was not, you know, the Great Wall and, and the disappointment of the Great Wall in China. Uh, that, China. You know, that that is not why he lost his job. But mm. really, if you, you know, what are you buying in Legendary without Thomas Tull. He kind of was the company. Yeah. And I don't think that Legendary has been making great choices lately. Um, they have, you know, Kong and, you know, they're they're in on that franchise, but things like Spectral, mm-hmm. which at one point were set for uh, release, then wind up on Netflix, and yep. Spectral was terrible. Um, so, mm. I don't know, do you have, did you ever, never met Thomas Tull, right? Or? No, but I know that they own uh, Geek and Sundry, and I think that was a probably a good move. Well, Geek he's, and Sundry he's is very, a Twitch channel. Thomas Tull, very geek-friendly mm-hmm. kind of guy. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he was friends with, uh, friendly with a lot of uh bigger bloggers and things like that i don't know it was a little sad to see that he built this great company and was being forced out but that's corporate america these days it is and it's happening with a lot of studios a lot of production places um and there's rumors that jim giannopoulos may replace him uh who used to run fox yeah uh yeah good track record also got pushed out it's like i just if you're jim giannopoulos like why 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 even go back into that world and deal with all those headaches like you've made millions and millions of dollars just go have a nice life that is why this whole industry feels so congested because young executive talent yeah. has no opportunity to climb the ladder that's it's all the same people are running hollywood who have been running it for 15 years probably uh, even longer you know, you know, Mary Parent is now the head of creative at Legendary, mm-hmm. and, and Stacey Snyder's coming in, uh, took over at Fox. And it's your just, mom? Cool. I, I would, <laughs> believe me, right? I, it would be nice to have Stacey Snyder as, as my mom. Um, I mean, the, the thing is that ultimately it's just nice because you know I don't think we've got enough white guys running Hollywood. No, not enough. You know, I just don't Definitely. think we have enough of that. I want to know what it looks like to be pushing someone out. Like, what is that office structure like? When do you like, find out? <laughs> right. Like when you go to work out. and it's like your card doesn't work and it's like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's like that episode of Black Mirror where you have the zero stars yes. or whatever. Uh, done. Big speculation this week. Um, Pierce Brosnan was uh, was on. Uh, oh, God, I want to sound like someone from Entertainment Tonight. Pierce Brosnan was on Instagram this week. <laughs> uh, spotted with Hugh Jackman and oh, uh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. So mm-hmm. could he be cable? Question mark. Click on this link. Could he? Uh, he could I mean, be. I, I mean, he'd, yeah, he'd work. Why not? Yeah, why not? Good, good choice, bad choice. Give me your thoughts, guys. I think he'd be okay. I think. I mean, a lot of names. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I want to know. A lot of names have been banded around, but you know, I mean, visually, I think with his, you know, his silver fox look, and you know, he's, Mm. you know, he can do some action stuff pretty well. I mean, he wasn't the best Bond; he was a decent Bond. (laughs) You know, I think we should get Anderson Cooper. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I. But it would be a case of size because obviously Cable's quite a big, bulky kind of guy. So it's you know, but that's all CGIable. I think it would be kind of interesting, actually. Hmm. Um, I wouldn't be against it. You know, again, the first name that I heard was Kyle Chandler. Yeah. And then, you know, there were rumors that Fox really wanted a star, you know, a big international star, Mm -hmm. uh, and that they wanted to put their Taken guy, Mm -hmm. Liam Neeson, in. And by the way, uh, in in the booth, is it possible to get a little bit more time this episode uh, with the lovely Brienne? 
Uh, I'll take it. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't say that Pierce Brosnan is washed up, uh, but his movies of late have been awful. Yes. Let's be honest. That said, he was James Bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does have a fan base, and he actually can handle comedy. If you've seen movies like The Matador, yep. um, he could actually be a, a really sly, down-low, solid pick for Cable. And it seemed like they were teasing that, so... Potentially Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, actually, thinking about that. Having him as the... Him in there? Him in there. I would love it. As the bad guy. He is a movie star. He's, he's, you know, but it's just some of the stuff that he's been doing lately. Now you think just bargain bin when you think of Pierce Brosnan, kind of. You just think, like, directed DVD. But how many people in the last sort of 10 or 15 years have come back from bargain bin and done a role and you've gone, Yeah, exactly. Why didn't we use them more? Believe me, this could be be the one. Yeah. So... I'm up for that. I'd, I'd be down for that, totally. So would I. Up and down. Um, <laughs> Split and Triple X. Are you good? Did you see either of these movies? I haven't seen. I, I was due to go and see uh, Split on Tuesday, but unfortunately, I had to cover the premiere of the Space Between Us. Listen, mm. see it this weekend because I yeah. want to talk about it next week. I, Big, I'm going there, to see it. Everyone is going to freak out this weekend when they see this movie. I've heard it's really good. Can I just say that a couple it's, of really it's good. not. Oh, it's actually what? not. It's it's not. I would not give it a Isn't recommendation. It like fresh right oh. now. Huh? Isn't it like certified fresh right now? Right. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> there, are no, there are no female critics on Rotten but Tomatoes, I'm, so who I'm cares? Totally this seen, is why we don't let listen, women. <laughs> I'm totally seeing Triple X, guys. <laughs> are totally you? in for that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. I won't see Because that. I love Fast and Furious, so, you know, this is right in my wheelhouse. This morning there were a couple of, uh, just going back to, to Split briefly, um, there were already websites today that were going like, five things you need to know about the end of Split. No! Right. You don't need don't, to know anything about the end of Split yeah. until you see the fucking film. Exactly. Don't read anything. See the movie this weekend, okay? Yeah. I, I would... Okay, I'd recommend seeing it. I yeah. don't think it's a good movie. I don't think it's a bad movie. Okay. It's definitely better than The Happening in Lady in the Water. It is not a Shyamalan disaster. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the ending will get people talking, and I look forward to talking about it next week uh, with you, Simon, I am and our guest Neil Turrets. Yeah. Uh, also at the tracking board with me. Did two two million uh, on Thursday. Looking Pretty at good about number. A, yeah, which is good. Yep. Uh, about 20 million we're looking at for an opening weekend. Around the same uh, is going to be Triple X, uh, Return of Xander Cage. Um, you know, uh, so that's, that was 1.2 million last night. So I'm, I'm genuinely <laughs> excited about seeing that. Almost as much as I am about Power Rangers when that trailer came out this week. Did you week. see that, Brian? I just watched the second trailer this morning, and I was like, oh, mm. Are you intrigued, or does this movie look like I vomit? I am. I was thinking it looks like uh, that Max Landis film, Chronicle, yeah. um, which I was like, we could just do found footage with this. And, and Max really Landis wrote on Power Chronicle. Rangers at one point. So, hey, uh, and I loved Chronicle, so I'm like, yeah. I'm in for this. Uh, I was probably in for this even before all this did came you grow, about. Did you grow up on Power I Rangers? Okay. I didn't. That was a few years after me. Um, okay. But my uh, sister-in-law was in an episode of Power Rangers. Hey. So there you go. Pretty cool. Very Simon, exciting. Were I you was exciting? raised by Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was raised by the pink Power Ranger. Uh, I agree. I think I was, I was a little too old for this franchise. Uh, mm-hmm. It never did anything for me. I always thought it was ridiculous. I think the movie looks like garbage. I think it just looks like massive fun. I'm just <laughs> massive fun. Massive, <laughs> Holy massive shit. fun. Um, stick that on the poster. It uh, should be. Yeah, no. I, it, seriously, it just looks like absolute, you know, stupid, ridiculous popcorn fun. I'm looking forward to I it. F- I felt bad for Brian Cranston. 
I was like, man, what what are you doing in here? Um, the founder is also out this week. Uh, it's quite a yeah, of course he is. Uh, the founder is out this weekend. Uh, There's a McDonald's story with really uh, like I really like that. Yep. Uh, Michael Keaton's brilliant ensemble cast with Laura Dern. I'll give a great Laura Dern exclusive next week actually. Um, so tune in to uh, Twin Peaks related. Um, but yeah, it's a great movie. I don't. People are saying, do you think it's going to get nominated for Oscars? I mm. I don't. Um, I think unfortunately, just because there's quite a few that are almost pretty much preset now. Um, I yeah. think it's too too late in the day. Yep. Um, they needed to release a, the movie in August. Yeah, it's a good mm. movie. It's a great cast. Um, and a great performance from Michael Keaton. Great performances, and it's really nicely directed. And it's it's really interesting as a film. It is, as someone so, who consumes yeah. a lot of McDonald's. Uh, uh, God, there's just so there's just so much. Uh, but speaking of Twin Peaks, since you mentioned yeah. it, Miguel Ferrer died. He did. Uh, I was never a Twin Peaks guy. Uh, but Robocop, right? Yeah, Him no, he, he's had a very Seminole. long and illustrious career. He's actually George Clooney's cousin. Yeah. Uh, so R.I.P. to Miguel. Did you have a favorite performance or no? For me, it was it was probably Robocop. Okay. I mean, that was such just a solid role and such a great, you know, a bad guy in, in 90s yeah. action movies. It was, it was great. We learned uh, this week also that Emma Watson tur- turned down Cinderella. Yeah. And uh, they would have made a lovely yes. couple. In order to... You know? uh, I mean, I don't know if she knew that she was going to end up getting Beauty and the Beast at that point. Yeah. Probably not. Uh, although, you know, the beauty stuff was in the works for a while. I think yeah. I'd Maybe known about it for almost a year before. I... Like, she knew that was coming down the pipe, and she was like, Right, you got to hold out. Or pike. 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 But Lily, you know that movie did Thank really you. well, made over five hundred million. Uh, Lily James did a great job. Yeah, uh, D- Disney probably had her down for like possibly five or six different. Roles yeah, she had her pick. It's like, do you want to be Ariel? Do you want to be? If it were up to me, I would choose Belle over Cinderella. Yeah. Belle's much more strong of a character, female character. Did you guys me. see the photos of Margot Ro- uh, Robbie as Tanya Harding? No. no. Oh, check those out. <laughs> what a real transformation. That movie uh, could, could really be something. There was a big uh, bud- uh, auction, spec auction last week for uh, Keeper of the Diary, about Anne Frank's father shopping mm-hmm. her diary around uh, and like teaming up with a young female pu- uh, publisher or editor to, to get it out there. That sounded cool. Uh, Tom Hardy said he wants Chris Nolan to direct a Bond movie. Yeah. I mean, and it's just because Tom, Tom Hardy was asked again recently, would you be Bond? And he said, oh, you know, I'd be open to it. Someone then said, oh, would you, who'd you want to direct? And he said, you know, Chris Nolan. I think that would work. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think that would be fun. Yeah, they just, the producers have so much uh, creative yeah. control over that. We have to wrap up this show. What? So let's sign off and, and uh, bid farewell to Brianne Chandler. Thank you so much for oh, coming on. Thank you for having me. Anything you want to plug? Sure. Where, where, and where can folks find you? You can find me on Twitter at Miss Movies. I'm there pretty much all day, every day, unfortunately. And you can find me on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash hit or Miss Movies. All one word. Simon? Uh, at Showbiz Simon on Twitter and Instagram. This is Simon Thompson on Facebook. And you'll just see, unfortunately, my face everywhere. My twi- Twitter hiatus has ended. You can find me at, uh, at the Insnider. Also follow my tracking board for a whole bunch of goodies coming down the pike over at the tracking board, tracking dashboard.com. Thank you for listening to the Popcorn Talk Network. Yep. You just. Met the movie press, blueapron.com, folks. Have Do a good it. one. Eat. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals. 